so fucking sexy in a cable knit sweater, which is probably the most unsexy fabric that you can wear. What? And still look... No, I mean in terms of showing off bits. Because oh. it hides things. It doesn't know, hide his titties. It does not hide his <laughs> He is looking... So, I leaned over and I was like, that cable knit sweater, though. I am so <laughs> glad I already hit record. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sober. Um, all right, here we are. Okay. Twerk Team Supreme, episode, <laughs> episode seven. Episode seven. Seven Oh my God. That's so a whole week. This is where we week. get a divorce. Oh. <laughs> Seven. After a week. No, we come to an agreement. An arrangement. Oh, an arrangement for an open marriage mm-hmm. after seven episodes. That's like seven years for yeah. me. Oh my God. Wow. Does it really Is feel it like it's that long? Yes. Was it that tedious? Is that why I you mean, didn't come last time? Because you were just. <laughs> yeah, all I was over. like, Ryan, your attitude. Well, we did no. a trial separation and you weren't here for the last episode. Yeah. And, and it failed miserably. It failed so. miserably. I don't feel like it was a fail. I just feel like we it was. We were like way too. Very mature and yeah. that's a good. That was stayed on top. It was very. That pedantic. was the fifty cent. The fifty cent word, mm-hmm. pedantic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the, 50 the red cent dime. Word. Really, not one red dime. No, I just thought it. It was a very classy episode. Um, it felt yeah, there like, was certainly no snort laughing in that one at all. <laughs> it felt like so, the class round, level went right up. You know, like the round table shit that they do when. Award season comes around oh, and Hollywood yeah. mm-hmm. Reporter, their podcast. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what you guys were giving me. Okay. Wow. Yeah. We sounded like we knew what we were talking about. Yes. Snaps for us. Oh, yes. If okay. I was a little more serious, we would probably have conversations like that, but no. no. Well, we don't have you here for a serious conversation. Yes. Because <laughs> I only came here to be a slut. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so for, Tuesday. for Christopher Robert Evans. <laughs> yes, I'm only slutty for one actor. That Wait, is false. <laughs> Wait, that is a hundred percent Cavill? I mean, Henry is great, but I'm also way out of his age range. He likes them like around 20. That's okay. You are so special that you transcend (laughs) that type. You transcend that type. No, it's really because I'm just as immature as a 20 year old. That's true. He would be into me. There you go. See? Accurate. Yeah. Silver lining. All right. So (laughs) we're here. We're ready. It's Knives Out Day. Yes. We've been anticipating this movie for a little, for a hot minute now. You guys got your tickets like the first day they were available, right? Yes. Did you get yours too? Mm-hmm. Yes, we saw it on God. the 22nd and today. So you were like really ready for this film to come out. I've been ready for another whodunit. Like I got this Christie style whodunit for a very long time. What well, was the last like real good whodunit? That- the, the Midnight on the Train? or that Midnight on the, on the Orient Express. Yeah, that, that was a flippity flop. It was. <laughs> I mean, and it was a <laughs> remake. Murder on the Orient Express? Murder on the Orient Express. It was a remake yeah. too. Some shit on a train. Yeah. Yeah, snakes on a plane. I haven't seen the remake. Snakes on a train. <laughs> oh, that's what I was. <laughs> Should we maybe introduce ourselves first? Oh God, I'm Tiffany. Jesus, I'm wow, don't sound so excited. I'm Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> now you sound like that woman from Pel- that Peloton commercial. <laughs> Thank you so much for my uh, bite. I'm Rob. Free here, Frank, and I'm Ryan. Are we going to talk about the movie? Oh, shit, Are we talking yeah. about Knives Out? We're here to speak about Knives Out. We're not even out. talking about your boat. Your husband. Mm. I mean, let's not jump the gun. He might only qualify as like a one-nighter. So 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, there's an audition process apparently. Oh, yes. Right. Lengthy. Lengthy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, so we're starting with uh, movie so, deets. Yeah, give us our deets. Deets, deets, deets. Info, info. Knives Out was written, directed, and produced by Ryan Johnson. Not Ryan. You okay. might know him from such films as Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. I'm glad Looper. he did this movie and not another Star Wars movie. Oh. Look, I was worried that like people were gonna like try and boycott this movie because of how they felt about what he did with Star Wars. What, yeah. what was the Star Wars one? Because the, the last one he wrote and directed it. Oh, did you not like it? Generally, a large it's, swath of fans thought it was horrendously awful. It's not awful. the best in really the saga. I really I haven't seen it. it. I thought it was fine. I mean, I, I liked it, but it's not the best of the Frank, it's because it didn't have clowns in it. That's the only Pretty reason. It's not a little attack of the clowns. That's yeah. the one that, or Phantom Menace. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I like his work a lot. He's also so done what else did he do? Because that's the Looper. only other thing I know about he's, him. He's done Looper. Uh, Which one was Looper? He wrote Bruce Willis Willis and Yeah. Was that um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, now I know. Okay, With I remember. With my bomb-ass homegirl, Emily Blunt. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mary Bobbins. Fake smoking that right. cigarette on the porch, even though her kid's in the fucking apocalypse child living in cornfields. <laughs> 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 right. Yeah. And, you know, he actually <laughs> Anything hasn't, else? He hasn't done a lot, a lot. No. He I know actually, that he's like... People were wondering why he got the Star Wars gig because he didn't really have a whole lot to... Because no, he seems like a really nice person. He is also slated, according to IMDb, he's slated to write and direct an untitled Star Wars trilogy number one and slated to write number two and number three no. in that untitled Star Wars trilogy. No. I mean, let's hope that doesn't happen. That's according wow. to IMDb. So like 10, just, 11, 12. He did like three episodes of Breaking Bad as well. Just hand the reins of Star Wars it over to J.J. Abrams and be done with it. Mm. But see, and that's the thing that's really weird because he had directed those episodes of Breaking Bad, the last one being in 2013, and then he really actually doesn't do anything until Star Wars in 2017. So there's this huge gap between 2013 and 2017 where he actually really didn't do anything. Well, so, his first one was Brick in 2005, and then we got Looper. Right, which was in 2012. Yeah. But that's pretty much it. He is the, the whole shebang. Uh, it's his whole, entire vision. It's his whole enchilada. Oh, all right. Okay. So well, the, that, the, that sounded a little Ryan Johnson. This is a Ryan Johnson piece. I did see, I, when I was just looking at IMDb today, I wasn't looking at too much stuff, but I saw, I think it's at, it's made like $60 million in the first two weeks, which isn't terrible. Oh, yeah, it actually is. They're saying it has a really good showing. Okay. All right. So it was good, yeah. So, All right. So shall uh, we... I think we're on to hot or Our not, extensive uh, cast list. I think that's kind of why I was kind of getting to it, because yeah. I'm like, there's a lot of We've people a lot to, to judge. About. What a waste. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... So we'll go in order as they're listed in IMDb. Okay. So first on the slate is Daniel Craig playing Benoit Blanc. 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 The uh, private investigator or detective who has been hired to solve this mystery. He's not normally my type, but he can get it. It's fine. Oh, um, I'm all about him. Blonde yeah. Bond nah. can get it. Yeah. Yeah. On the yeah. phone, maybe, but not in person, no. Wow. Oh. I mean... He- Ever since he walked out of the ocean in those little swim trunks mm. in his first James Bond movie. Mm. Hell yeah. No, mm. Pierce Brosnan. What are you talking about? Pierce Brosnan is... <laughs> 
James Bond. <laughs> I'm more of a Sean Connery, James Bond fan. Uh, he's second. Sean Sean I mean, Sean Connery's the goat. In Indiana True Jones. <laughs> Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so we're all we're in a general all agreement, agreement, except for Frank. Except for Frank. <laughs> whatever. Frank's not in a Daniel Craig, but that's okay, whatever. Shocking. So before we move oh. on, just because we're on the topic of Daniel Craig, his accent. Oh yeah, it was good. Just I'm was really good, that, but yeah. it was it threw me a little bit when he first started talking because I was like, "Is this overdubbed?" Mm. At first, because I was not expecting <laughs> that voice to come out of that face. I was really confused for like you the were, first like two minutes. I'm like, for a I British voice. Yeah, it was just yeah. a normal voice, and then I was like, "What's happening?" Yeah, there is a, a bit of a. There's Fun a, thing. a very specific accent. That a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So not, who's Daniel? Next? Yes. Next yes, person. Next. Next. Next one listed is our favorite. Jamie Lee Curtis. Chris Evans. Oh. Christopher I'm sorry, Christopher Robert, Robert, Robert Evans. Evans. Hell yes, and twice on Sunday. Yeah, sure, I'd do it. I would never stop, I, I don't think. <laughs> no. I mean, he's not, again, not really my thing. Oh, not, it's not, oh, my, not my jam, but. The, I can't hear this negativity. I'll do it. This negativity is coming from my right side. I mean, if you walked in the bedroom and he was laying naked in bed, you wouldn't kick him out. Oh, absolutely not. I would call the cops. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's okay. I wouldn't touch it. That's a no. lie. Not if, it's, <laughs> if it was even okay, in my Pinocchio. face, I wouldn't touch it. <laughs> you no, are I'd bang him like a screen door. <laughs> that's what I would do. <laughs> that's what I was waiting for. Uh, I was like uh, holding my breath there. I'm like, where is she going? Welcome back. Fictional Slutting 101. That's going to be her other podcast. <laughs> so that would Fictional be Fictional Slutting 101. Perhaps. Hot, then. yeah. Except for Frank. Except for Frank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to be saying except for Frank on a lot of these. Is he too, like, you know, this is not my thing. Massachusetts I don't know. for you? I generally, I would not go after him. If he presented himself to me, I would probably not say no. But then again, if I was like, I might tell that him no if I was going to get food. I would say thank you for not another teen movie, and that's about it. <laughs> oh, and, and, and uh, Fantastic Four. Wow. That's one of the best. Which one? Super, oh, whatever wow. ones he was in. You know, Christopher has an extensive... Silver Surfer. I know, extensive. but I don't care about those movies. I only like oh, the funny oh, wow. stuff and then the, the superhero stuff. <laughs> except for Captain America. So I like Captain America. No, Captain America sucks. <gasps> it's all about Captain <laughs> Mexico. Frank can't come to Senor the wedding. Senor Mexico. Okay, next. <clears throat> so we all want to see him naked except Frank. Yeah. Um, then there's Ana de Armas. Yeah, who she's plays beautiful. Marta. She was Martha. Oh, she was, she so, was cute. so cute. She's cute. She has a cupie face. Yes, I don't know if she I does. Total ingenue face. She has total. a little, like, little turned up nose. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I don't know if I bang her, but she's cute. Yeah, we can go for a chata. Adorable little Cuban. Oh, she's Cuban? She's Cuban, yeah. She's oh. Cuban, but everyone else in the movie thinks she's from Ecuador, <laughs> Uruguay, Uruguay, Paraguay, Brazil. 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 <laughs> yes. Guatemala. Guatemala. Yeah. Your Guatemalanness. Oh, Guatemalanness. say that. <laughs> <laughs> His magical heat. And our next one is Jamie. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. 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 The one we all yes. agree on. Yes. hundred percent. She is yes. goddess, goddess, goddess. Oh hell yeah! Oh, and she's I'm, aging amazing. I she was rocking that snow white. I want that color Short hair. Short do. Mm-hmm. Like oh. so, Brigitte Jones or what? Brigitte Nielsen? Brigitte Nielsen. Yeah, Brigitte Jones. Brigitte Jones. Brigitte Jones. Brigitte Jones. Diary. Brene Zellweger. Brene Zellweger. Never had that color hair. White lady. All right, so 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 Jamie Lee, she is the stream queen. Next is Michael Shannon. Yes, 
He's so angry and, you know, oh, moody. Oh, his cranky speaks to your cranky. Yes. Oh, is that a thing? Okay. Not my tea. No. He's funny and he makes me laugh, but I... Yeah. I like him as an actor, but... The Iceman, if you've seen that movie? I, that, no. that movie, He's maybe, like, I want to bang him no. when he's a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> Frank always has like all of his hots are always circumstantial. I would if this. I would do this if you were a contract killer. High standards. <laughs> so I so with Christian Bale. But is Christian Bale? Does he have like a circumstantial exception that you make? <laughs> he likes like American Christian Bale, Psycho, but only the machinist, Psycho. Yeah. Yeah. American Psycho and the Machinist. Yeah. Oh. Selling He's both like, selling points. I want Narcissistic Christian and emaciated Christian hot. tag team. So hot. <laughs> psychotic. Okay, so after Jamie Lee, Michael Shannon. Michael oh, Shannon. sorry, I meant Michael Shannon. Sorry, wow. after Michael Shannon. Are you drunk? No, <laughs> I'm a little high. But Don Johnson. <laughs> Oh, yes. Yes. He looks so good right now. He yeah. looks really so good. good. He looks so good. Yeah. Like, I would. Yeah, like... He has not aged. So, next is Tony Collette. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. yes, yes. I love her. Oh, she's I love amazing. I love her. So fantastic. She I do really love the fact that she almost plays, it's almost like every movie she's in, her delivery is so unique to her. Like she plays every character very similarly, but they all are oh, still so unique characters. <laughs> yeah. Like you, she just has a certain like vibe when she, uh, how she presents a character. And she knows how to really commit to a character. Like yes. she, yeah. like the commitment, there was never any moment where there was, it was half-assed or anything. Like I love the fact that oh, her and Hereditary, I love her and like Hereditary and then in this where it's like. I haven't seen Hereditary. Oh, you need Stop to see it. Hereditary. Stop it. it. Yeah. What? Okay. But her and Hereditary and her in this are completely different characters, but they're so uniquely her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's almost like no, it's, it's, it's kind of like Jennifer Coolidge, where oh, yeah. she's like yeah, almost yeah, yeah. the same person she every has time. A signature performance. Yeah, they're like oh. they just have a, a way of really delivering their own character, mm-hmm. and it's always tr- really true to them as yeah. who they are. But they're also still unique in each story. Yeah, yeah. for me, Tony Collette after Muriel, she's uh, Connie and Carla. Oh lord, yeah, and that's actually also <laughs> oh, very lord. similar to her character here. Like it would be like if Carla had like grown up a little bit more, and then now she's <laughs> Tony Collette's character here in this film. But she, I loved her character. I love her. Whole I think she is amazing. Oh, in this, Boho in this chic, film, Gwyneth Paltrow style kind of. She's an influencer. Yeah, flam. Hipster. Message me on Insta. (laughs) So we'll go on so we will save our discussions about the performances when we actually get into the meat of it. Um, So after Tony Collette, that's Lakeith Stanfield who played Lieutenant Elliot. Okay, wasn't he in Get Out? Get Out. Yes. Okay, that's where we're going to him from. Yes, sir. Andre. Um, Yes, he's a very handsome man. He's handsome, but his Instagram is weird, so... Like, that disqualifies his hotness. Yes, like he will post a bunch of shit and then he'll get like hella revolutionary and then delete every single <sighs> post he uh-uh. made and start all over again. I like it. Oh. <laughs> of course you do. Wow. So I don't know. He he's an odd one. He I don't know. He might be an Aquarius. So would you? Ooh, why'd you look at me? What? <laughs> what? Wow. She didn't look at you. She side eyed you. There's a difference. There. She heard it from side eyed you. I heard that over here. Over here. <laughs> so then, is he stoppable? I mean, yeah, but not long term. No. So it's a one. Not, not really that's my a, thing. That's a I like one and him. Done. Oh my god, he's actually a Leo from San Bernardino, California. Oh, shut up. That, that explains so much. That explains a that lot. That explains so. Okay, 
I take it back. I apologize. He's not an Aquarius. Thank you. You don't he's need still, to apologize. Thank you. He's, hey. still, he's, he's still weird as fuck. Love you, baby. Aquarius. All right, so yeah. we agree then. That he's not my jam. I like yeah. him when he has hair. When he has hair. And including facial hair. He looks better with facial hair. Everyone looks better with facial hair. Thank True you. Story. And then next one would be Christopher Plummer. Poppy. Yes. Mm. Abuelito, mm. I mean, I don't know if he could still I mean, hold he, it. He, no, he fits you. your preferred demographic. Yes, you know I love a man with AARP. Yeah, <laughs> Especially Shout one out. with a lot of money. Okay, look, in yes. a couple of years, I'm going to get that. So just like look the other way. <laughs> I got to calm down. I mean, <laughs> you need to calm your tits. <laughs> if he embodied his Dolores Claiborne role, you know, like we're getting all yelling and stuff. Oh, then, my God. Yeah, probably. You wow. and your, you, these references sometimes. I I'm mean, like, where? <laughs> who is the bigger King fan here? He might be of movies. No, probably yeah. Probably of yeah, I, I don't read. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. That's why he really struggled with watching Parasite because he was like, more reading. I had to read. Like, yeah. Reading the whole time. I still don't get I hated it. hated it. <laughs> like, Christopher Plummer is a fantastic actor, but he'll always be Captain Von Trapp for yeah, me. Yeah, and he's hot as Captain Von Trapp. Oh, my What's God. What's yeah. hot? I've never seen him young. Let me What's Google. Captain Von Trapp? Wait, what? Is that You've sound never music? seen sound the Sound of, of Music? Oh, I haven't seen it. No. Yeah, you're not missing anything. I haven't seen it. What the hell is wrong with you? I'm more of a fame kind of gal, okay? Oh, okay. oh do I need to introduce you to classic I need, musicals? I need some real struggle in my musicals. Willy okay. Wonka? They were fighting they against the Nazis. Nazis. How much struggle do you need? I didn't need? see a lot of Nazis in that movie. Look, there were a lot in the end. I, that don't count. Sound of Music is one of my least favorite musicals on the planet. But you've seen it. I have seen it, unfortunately. Christopher Plummer, yes. No, yes. no, thank you. When he oh, was young. No, I want like, that man old. He's, he's out of my age demographic, <laughs> old. but... Olds and on Viagra. Or yes. morphine. <laughs> morphine. <laughs> As I wear my chiffon robe in the study. <laughs> Okay, who's next? Catherine Langford. She who plays Meg Thromby, the college-age daughter no. of oh. Tony no. Collette. I am not I'm, into a Little Suicide from 13 Reasons Why. She was good in 13 Reasons Why. I, I haven't watched that fucking it show. I don't know what that is. I haven't watched it's any a more of the season. series that's about... Like, oh. she kills herself and sends everybody a fucking cassette tape. Ooh, I'm going to watch it now. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Each episode is one of the cassette tapes that, yeah. that they're listening ooh, to. Ooh, ooh, Yeah, because she sends it to sold. her best friend, and he's listening, and she he has to, with, with instructions, Instructions yeah. to listen to each of the tapes in order in the box. So, yeah. yeah. The Ren soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to die now. <laughs> the sound of music soundtrack. Okay, kill me. <laughs> wow. That's okay. almost enough to drive me over the edge. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so what? So yeah. she's old enough. I mean, she's a cute off. girl. Not into it. Yeah. I'm I liked either. her character presentation, but yeah. maybe if she was more fucked up. But no. Well, yeah. If she was more like Daria, I would have been into it. And finally, Jaden Martell. Do we get through everybody? The major characters. We don't oh. care about Doofus the cop. What about yeah. Franny? Yeah. She was I love her on Righteous What's wrong with the help? You want a hot or not the Yeah, help? yeah. No, I would do the maids. Just because they're maids. Of course you would. <laughs> <laughs> they know the struggle, so do I. <laughs> oh, my God. You, oh, you know what? That bottle of Jaeger's almost gone. That's why we're getting almost, this. for real. Oh, <laughs> Frank's medicine has kicked in. He's making up for last time. Uh, he's really making up for last time. Yeah. So, um, Jaden Martell. Is he old he's, enough? Yeah. He's like no, six. He's, no, he's, he's not, not old, old enough, enough for a hot or not. When he comes of age, he's going to break hearts because he's It'll cute. Be, I 
will find it very interesting to see what he looks like in like Chris Evans. eight years. Because I feel no, like right you know now. know what Chris Evans at that age? <laughs> Not Chris Evans now. I feel like right now he's kind of like that awkward teen cute where his features are changing slightly and he's aging. But it's like. Edward Furlong syndrome. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I have birthed and someone so that like has when that he gets older, syndrome. I'm will curious. Will he is he going to like age into a mature leading man kind of face or is he going to be like Zach Braff? That's like <laughs> kind of awkward Zach, goofy. Zach Braff. That's what I'm thinking. Think. He's going to be more no, like not unattractive. Like maybe he'll be awkwardly like the cute. other one maybe um, that he'll played be like Shazam. Chris Evans. Oh, Zachary Levi? Zachary Levi. Since we're talking about them, Jaden Martell has actually played a younger version of Chris Evans in a movie. And in another movie... He plays uh, his son, right? He plays Uh, his son. Defending Jacob. Which is weird because I don't think they look anything alike. Well, his mom is Michelle Dockery on Defending Jacob. So maybe he takes after her. Michelle Dockery. I I love her. her. Yeah. I miss her (laughs) show on TNT where she was the crackhead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually took me a while to realize it was her. I like her as a crackhead. Crackhead Letty was hilarious. (laughs) 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 She was always scamming a hot ass mess. All right. Um, So let's get into it. Okay. So let's get into it. Did not like the movie. (laughs) Thought it was crap. Lies. Who done it? No. Because you don't get to figure it out yourself. They tell you who it is. Well, that was one of my my things that I didn't like as much was we (laughs) were told what happened early on. And then we were just unfolding the details of it. And then the big twist reveal at the end wasn't really much of a reveal because we like they kept telling us all along that he was involved anyway. Exactly. I wanted to guess and go through the journey and like, what, what am I getting myself into? Like, oh, who's that? Oh, it could be her. Oh, it could be him. But I, there was right. nothing like that. I didn't feel I, like it was like I, that at I all. I feel like I need to come to the defense of this movie as we live in this short attention span age where people <laughs> don't even read shit that's like right in front of them. True. You got to spell that shit out because they're not paying attention. But I did. It was easy. I played games all the time. The only I thing mean, I liked about it was the pretty... you come from a generation that used to do that. Having to figure it out by ourselves because we don't have parents. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the latchkey kid generation could figure a lot of shit out True. on their own. I think it wasn't Frank so much. It. I agree with Frank. Frank. I agree with Frank. <laughs> He's struggling Frank. so hard. I'm trying to figure out exactly how to phrase it. He doesn't want to agree with Frank. No, it's not that I want to agree with him. Like He's I, about to. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say here. I hated it. I don't think it was a bad movie. I thought the movie was well made right. and I enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed um, watching it, but the story wise and everything yeah, else. I thought, I, was, I thought it was really I thought it was a waste of all those talents. I do agree with that. Well, maybe not a waste. I thought, considering the cast that they would have a bigger role mm-hmm. in this and not Agreed. be relegated to the background so much. It really seemed focused in on Marta. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it really was and, a story about her character. Yeah, I mean, she yeah. was the central character of the whole thing. they have this fantastic cast oh, right. that Amazing. obviously from the lines they had, they can be very funny people. Yeah, I would like to have seen a little more of those private moments like between Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Shannon as brother and sister. Yes. Yeah, so a few more of those types of... Or or get a little more insight into the the dynamic between her and Don Johnson. Right. And how dysfunctional their marriage is. Everybody was on the same wavelength except for Marta. Right, yeah. The Cuban. But I think that's also the story he wanted to tell, though. (laughs) Yeah, it was a whodunit for our current political climate. The old people. I mean, I feel... The old people did it. (laughs) 
that had all the makings okay, of boomer. a wonderful whodunit. <laughs> yes. Which is yes. why I'm optimistic about future work. I feel like, okay, right. this is the test run. This is where we're going to see, you know, how it's received. And then we're going to do another one that'll really dig into a whodunit. That's I'm writing hope. a whodunit. Overall, though, I... I enjoyed it. It was funny. Yeah, I laughed out loud. I laughed, I laughed a it's good amount. It was an entertaining not movie. Not every movie that's labeled a comedy will make me laugh out loud like that. Like belly laugh. Yeah. I'm going to have to bring some comedies over to your house. No, you just not need your to, kind of comedy. You just need to watch Righteous Gemstones. If I start watching the movies you like, Frank, I'm going to start seeing my therapist Same twice a week. <laughs> but it was fun. It was enjoyable. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was I a agree. funny I movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't think it was, it was bad. It, was, wasn't, it wasn't as slapstick as Clue. See, but Clue really <laughs> utilized their cast. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. They and did. I think if they did something similar with the cast People that they sneaking had, around doing weird shit. This like, hey, what are yeah, they doing? Exactly. Like, wait, I noticed that something. That was what was really missing was those shit. subplots of like, oh, wait, but the this person herrings. was doing this. There yes. wasn't enough. Yeah, there the were, red herrings. Well, were there any? They would set up red herrings but never follow through because then they dispel it immediately Like if they really I wanted to I follow the murder mystery map. Look at Agatha Christie, who's like the queen of murder mysteries. And that's who where that's the there, there's, there's always there's I'm always Agatha. a subplot or two. There is always a red herring or two. And right when you think you have it figured out, nope. Nope, it's this. Yeah. And you're kind of left at the end like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. I'm yeah. so dumb. Like, that's where I wanted to go. I'm like, oh, yeah. Where, oh where I should have figured God. this out, but I didn't. But that's where what I was saying I, to you, Ryan, about how, you know, I liked it. And I, I was kept guessing in that there was no confirmation of what I immediately assumed. But then I got disappointed when I realized what I first immediately assumed turned out I was right. And that was it. Right. The only and there was nothing new. No the only new like new information we got, like the twist that I feel like the only reveal the right was dosage. that he switched the medications. the medications in the vials. Right. So she actually didn't kill him. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. So he didn't have to die. So he didn't have to die. Right. He killed himself for no reason. Uh-huh. And it was just kind of like, oh, okay, that's our big reveal. Hooray. Which wasn't like yeah. a good whodunit moment where you're right. like, oh, oh I never saw that coming. Exactly. I had no idea. Exactly. But like, and I, think I that- just don't understand how you can slit your own throat. I feel like that's not possible. The carotid is to be on some serious He's Christopher Plummer. He that carotid is kind of deep. I, I, I watch. I was almost thinking the way they were laying it out that, okay, it was kind of obvious we're going to get some kind of twist Mm. since they were spelling everything out for us. But my expectation, what I thought the twist was going to be was that Christopher Palmer was actually still alive. And it stayed oh, this thing. Like he was testing stage, his family. Like to test his family. family. That would have been a better twist. That, that would have been more interesting. I think so. I That's, was hoping yeah. for a movie that I would have to go back and watch again to see mm-hmm. if I can figure out the clues that they would drop yeah. along the way. Yeah. But he didn't write it like that. He didn't Uh-oh. drop clues along yeah. the way. He just no. told you exactly what was happening yeah. with this one minor little flip at the end. Yeah. That was what really disappointed me. I thought the performances were yeah. strong. I thought that clearly the house was amazing and just how they utilized the space to, mm-hmm. you know, tell the different parts of the story. Tell the entire story. Like, right. I had to go back and watch it again because I had to, you know? Right. And, and the thing you was, didn't was have that to go. No, I, didn't have I to, enjoyed but I had it to. again the second time for the parts that I was awake for. Yeah. I enjoyed it the wow. second time. I wasn't we asleep did go long, to sleep. But 
We went to sleep like two together minutes simultaneously. Total. <laughs> yes, at the same time. They held each other's. They held this each other's. This is the morning Yeah. <laughs> and then we we'll woke up at the same time too. Um, but I, I now <laughs> that I've seen end. it a second time and still enjoyed it the second time. Yeah. I can go a while without seeing it a third time. I did not walk away from it going. Oh, I can't wait to see that again. Right. Or well, like, I, I, I want to own it. No, but I, mean, I still I, loved it a lot because it made me hopeful for future whodunits. I feel like it was still good enough to encourage people to make more. I mean, the cinematography I, 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 was beautiful. I really kind of wish they would have centered the movie a little more on Jamie Lee and her character. Or the family in the general. The family in general. Just more about more her. Family. She seemed, she seemed more to be like the take charge. Mm-hmm. And I wish they would have like, And the utilized connection her. with the father. Yeah, I wish they would have utilized her more in that role and it would have created a different dynamic just across the board. Yeah, I think if they gave us a little bit more about the relationship each one of them had yeah. with him, yeah. I yeah. think that might have been really... Cause well, because well, that could have been more, where they been more invested. All, they, that's where they can drop some of the red herrings exactly. is like based on the yeah. relationship and their interaction with him and and what did they have to gain. Like We never really got an understanding of what any of them had to gain from killing him other than they Money. all thought they were in the their will. Secrets, I mean, or that their they, secrets were going to be revealed. But there very, wasn't even that much. The secrets were so. But they very briefly touched on the relationship that the three children had with him. Yeah, yeah and but that was a problem. It, it was yeah, brief. It, it was it very was too brief. brief. Yeah. yeah, and with Jamie Lee Curtis, it was not enough to make the final moment when she reads the note. Oh yeah, it wasn't enough to make that a more poignant, stronger it's, And it had the potential to because be, because it, that be was, more impactful, that right yeah. Th- yeah. It was a freaking bombshell. She knew how to read the message. See, and that's what got me excited when I first saw it. And this is, here's the thing. Yes, I'm talking about it now as if I didn't like it or I didn't enjoy it. So I'm, I'm sorry that's coming across that way, Tiff, but I actually am still in your camp. I do still love this film. And it's because of little details like that. I called that right from the beginning, but that's, you know, not because, I'm not excited about it because I called it and it was predictable, but it's because one, I was right. And two, like it actually put something in the relationship that she had with her father and gave us much more of that backstory, which is what I think so many of those characters were missing. Because the second I saw that blank paper, I said to Frank, the first time I watched it, I said, that's a visible ink. There's there's still a message on that. I feel like that was really, I mean, like, why would he put that in an envelope with her, like, this was his last message to her that she was supposed to have. Well, you're supposed to you're believe supposed to be like, it see, was I, a but I think, ploy. But, but I mean, yeah, in a, I, I in a saw it as he was just messing with Don Johnson. Like, oh, right, I'm old, thing, I forgot to write it. There were still clues, because one, she talked about, it was very kind of... Uh, they had a special way of communicating. Like it was a very, it was you a very, had to find a game to play with Exactly. Them. It yeah. was very Dan Brown, like where how the daughter was being taught right. to solve puzzles. This side, the same idea. And so the minute I saw that, I knew she'd figure that out, especially when you then saw her looking at those previous notes. You can see, if you are familiar with how Invisible Ink looks once it's been heated, yeah, that every single one of those notes were done with Invisible Ink. Yeah, I think, like, with this film, a lot of the things that you guys don't like about it, and, of course, that, like, stand out, I think it's due to the fact, like, it was announced at TIFF in September. They started filming right away, like, in October, wrapped in December, Mm -hmm. and then pushed it out. And it's not, like... I think probably because a lot of with the scheduling, because you had Jamie coming up to do Halloween, Mm. Chris was between... 
three projects, getting one done for Netflix, starting Defending Jacob that went way over schedule, mm. um, that the things that would normally be caught like in a pre-pro or development situation, they just didn't have time because they wanted to get it out. And uh, like this movie came up and was done within a four-month period. Even though he had the concept like a while ago, mm-hmm. they probably just didn't spend the amount of time that you usually would like sure. on writing things and really fleshing Developing things out. And it's a shame because it has the potential to be so much better. Sure. If they would but, have yeah. devoted the time to it. But that's why I'm saying like even though I feel like they really need to and I talk about how there was so much potential, for me it still I feel like it was still good enough to make me hopeful mm-hmm. that there will yeah. be more. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't I mean, feel I, like it was a disappointment. I think it was good for what it was. I think there were some really interesting moments. One of the things that I noticed towards the beginning that I liked was and I thought we were going to get m- I thought that's how he was going to present some of the red herrings was when each person was talking about being at the party. Mm -hmm. They showed three different shots of who was next to him singing happy birthday when he was about to blow out his candles. Depending on who was telling the story. And I'm like, oh, so is this going to be kind of his storytelling device to kind of make us question everything? It's like, oh, are we going to, everybody's got a different version of the story. So now we're going to have to pick through all the puzzle pieces to figure Mm -hmm. out and put it all together. But then like, Five minutes later, we're told that it was Marta. It was Marta. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then yeah, I'm waiting. Are we going to get the real like, well, accident? Not, not only that, we got an entire. When he asked, "Okay, run me down the whole evening," you basically just told us everything that just yeah. happened. Literally everything. And that was what's excited me about, especially when because he's fashioned similarly to Hercule Poirot that Agatha Christie writes about, where yeah, they set that so. all up. But then you tell us everything. Like, there's no. I really was looking forward to like different right. versions yeah. of. You the know story. what? Made mention- him make that choice to just go. Oh, here it all goes, and like. I knew right away, like with the kid, like who stole the fucking Narcan or whatever. Right, the, the hell fact that it was missing out was like of that's her obvious bag. right there. Yeah, right. Um, so like we knew, like okay, she probably didn't kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, from the way she's crying on the fucking floor, she's not a murderer. No, um, right. But a Puerto I don't Rican know. lady, senor. <laughs> she's a Puerto Rican <laughs> lady. Yeah, she's from Uruguay, Puerto Rico, Puerto Uruguay, Brazil, Guatemala. Brazil. Yes. Like, it'd be interesting to see, like, what his thought process was or hear what his thought process was when he was just like, no, let's put it all out there. And there wasn't much because when I was doing the research, I was trying to do additional research on interviews that they might have done about his process. And it was hard to find anything that wasn't just about the stars talking about the film. And even the couple of interviews that I would watch with the stars... It was just more about their chemistry with each other than it was about the creation of the film. So it was really kind of hard to find more research. I mean, if if I'd gotten like maybe another week or two, I might have found some stuff. But that I thought was kind of interesting that there wasn't much out there about his process. And even when I hear him on like red carpet interviews and stuff like that, it was a very basic, like he talks about how, you know, it's been a long time since there's been a really fun whodunit and I really enjoyed the story. Like it was very superficial. Well, and... I think that speaks a lot to oh, the way that he writes Wars. and directs. He's about to bring up Star Wars. So <laughs> <laughs> I haven't Wars. seen Star Wars. I want to see it though to see how bad it is to see well, like, no. oh, that's his What thing. I was going to say is I think you're saying you can't find uh, information about his process or like how he goes through crafting his films. Like what is his craft? What is his viewpoint? Does he have this unique vision that he brings to it? And you're not able to find like any good commentary interviews or anything. And I think that's really apparent 
with the types of movies he makes well, because yeah. they're very straightforward. Well, like, what I found, and, and what, I think, they're, like, they're like with Star Wars, yes, I'm going to bring up Star Wars at the moment. The what reason I why say? I bring up Star what Wars though I is say? that like a lot of people didn't like his episode of Star Wars because he just kind of wrote his own story that didn't feel like it fit within the universe, and there weren't a lot of twists and turns. It was just kind of a everything was really straightforward with Star Wars and with this movie. Both films had the potential to be better than they were because it's like he gets distracted and he doesn't do the deep dive and go f- like really try and make the bigger stronger moments he just seems to gloss over things everything's just very flat it's very flat it's kind of shallow star wars it's in the canon i like it because it continues the story this movie i enjoy it because of the cast yeah mm. But it, yeah. it so, had the potential. So how to be- good he is is contingent on other factors. Right. Yeah. His writing style and his directing aesthetic aren't exciting. Mm. And not exciting as like Michael Bay has to make everything explode in every movie because that's not exciting either because it just gets boring. It's not. But it's. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, baby girl. Robots go boom. Boom, boom. <laughs> no. But you know what I mean? Like, I think that that's why most of his movies from what I know of him, well, we already talked about it. He hasn't done a ton. That's but the things I, that I have question, come out. question, what about his creative maturity? Like, how is his... Right, well, that's what I'm wondering is, does he just need more time to really... Come? But also, who's in his ear? Like, I think yeah. there's other he people He needs that a mentor. He needs a mentor. And I think and that was most... A 45-year-old man needs a mentor. Damn. You cannot need a mentor at any age. All right. Okay. All right. Maybe you. Okay. We're we're gonna get a little bit off topic here. <laughs> if you're gonna take on something as iconic as Star Wars, you can't have the ego to think you can do it alone. Well, especially yeah. when you have the talent of George Lucas at your disposal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but you think that's so his? So he should have like gone to George like Mike Flanagan went to Stephen King. Same. You don't yeah. think they would have had to have gotten approval first for even them well, to I'm be sure able to do Well, I'm sure they did, but, <laughs> but we're talking about Disney There's here. writing a script and sending it to someone for approval, and there's sitting with someone and picking their brain and getting the nuances. Right, and- I get that, but I think it's a little unfair to think that it's his egoism when the decision for him to do all that wasn't necessarily his. That could be part of his creative process. Is that he well, does maybe, it- but I doubt he has the kind of clout to say... I'm only doing this if I can be director. I'm not saying he has the clout. That could be his creative process. But and that's, he, no, but that's and what I'm when saying, he does his, When he does his pitch, he could talk a good game. Because people, people can sell themselves in interviews and not that skill. follow no. up in the actual job. Right. In which case, if it was such a bad job and someone thought, the executives thought that was... Because that movie would never have been released unless somebody said okay. Lionsgate said Okay. <laughs> So mm-hmm. the, so then that's why I'm saying I don't Gate think the the fall, that Tyler Perry I don't built, think so. that aspect of it falls squarely on his shoulders because one I think he's too inexperienced to have that kind of thought process to say you know what I'm only doing this film if I'm going to do but, everything but, but about it. Here's, here's the, the difference. He's the director. He's it's his I know, vis- I get it's that. his vision. It falls on his he, shoulders. He I get that. But the decision to allow that falls on the executives. Right. Oh, not absolutely. Him. But I think the general problem is when we compare, like, we talk about Mike Flanagan, who didn't have a whole lot prior True. things that he's done, True. but he's got an incredible resume movies, so sure. far. A couple of movies and doing Haunting of Hill House that have been incredible because he has a very strong, unique vision and viewpoint, and he 
was given the opportunity by the executives right. to really service his vision and what he wanted. Right. I think the problem with Ryan Johnson is that he doesn't really seem to have a strong vision. And the decision yet was and, still made and they to still allow let him, him to do, it, do that. Which is, I think is, which I is don't understand. Which is standard Hollywood. Well, that which is, is also standard. Yeah. But it's like, how did Ryan Johnson... Get to that get, point. How did he, he get? Started like, off with his own boy Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and, and they've been working together for a long to. time. So actually, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in this film too, which means oh, that yeah. every film that Ryan Johnson has done has Joseph Gordon-Levitt in some way, shape, or form. I saw that, but where was he in this film? He is I actually a voiceover. Seems- you don't see him. When the sister is watching the thing on her computer, yes. oh, that's the just voice of the detective is Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, okay. Oh, and then you okay. cut yeah. off what his was hands. He in, who, what, what did he do in Star Wars? He was Obi Wan no, 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 I had that here. <laughs> Obi Wan no, 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 He was a Jawa. I gotta find it. He was a Jabberwocky. <laughs> Jabberwocky. <laughs> Oh, well, let's look, because he says he has appeared in all five films directed by Ryan Johnson, yeah. which means he had to have been. So he had to have been in Now I'm going to go Star home Wars. and watch The Last yeah, Jedi. Now I gotta figure um, out. He could have been a stormtrooper. Probably a stormtrooper. There's, there was a Craig number was of people one. that have yeah. done cameos as stormtroopers. I was a stormtrooper. Aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper? No. Well, I wasn't going to touch that. Wow. I, that's why I Thank just, you, and that's good why night. I was just wow. silent. First of all, I am 6'3". Okay, use, Gwen. They use those vis- uh, visual like perspective yes. changes to make her... They like have her stand in front of... If they're going to make in front her look 6'3", that camera's on the floor aimed up. No. Look, whatever wow. they got to do. I'll show you my picture Love from you. the WB live. Wow. Love okay, you. Where I'm like the size of... The little whatever that tall man's name is in Paul Harry Banyan? Potter. In what? Harry Potter. Dumbledore. Hagrid? Yes, Hagrid. Oh, Hagrid. Oh. So they have the force perspective thing at WB. Oh, okay. And you're, I was oh, you have to be as big my, as Hagrid. Yes, and my friend was That's, little Potter. I, I don't need force perspective to make me look bigger. Taller. Taller. Yeah, you're smaller than you used to be. I don't know what to talk about with this movie because I feel like... It was very straightforward. There weren't a lot of twists or turns or creative moments or things that were different or things that were shocking or caught you off guard. It was just a very straightforward plot with decent performances, great cast. And it was like, okay. Like, so I'm trying to, like, I've been sitting here thinking while we're talking, going, what is there to talk about? So I'm going to bring it back to Christopher Evans. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, that's what we can talk about in his His post Marvel career. What did you think seeing him outside of being Captain, Captain America? America. Being I thought America's his performance ass. was good. I, I mean, he was good. I mean, he was good just like everybody else was good. Like, but not great. Nothing exceptional. Nothing. Uh, none of it was bad. Ryan, eat shit. But <laughs> I, I mean, are you trying film. to say like he was like this was like next level for him? Is that I what do you're like going that for? He stepped no. away from the goody goody, and he's playing a villain of yeah. Captain Marvel to take on. A darker role. Yeah. I want to see him be... I mean, he did the Iceman. Michael Shannon? Chris Evans is in there. Oh, he's in the Iceman? Yeah, with a long... Oh, yeah, he's the Ice Cream Man. (laughs) Yeah. I I want to see him do more He was cool in that. He was like really rapey and weird in that one. Yeah. (laughs) You need to watch that. Why are you looking shocked, Ryan? (laughs) No, I'm like... That's what? Not where Chris Evans in that movie? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, with that hot dancing in the nightclub. Yeah. 
Um, like I really do think he should do more roles where he is not Gritty. playing the hot guy mm-hmm. or the hero. The, the, the hero. Like let's, let's but at see the same him. time he's he has a kid audience, so kids look up to him. Fuck yeah, the I don't, kids. I don't, well, yeah, of course, but, <laughs> yeah, but I don't think true story. You don't want him, him, you don't want him to get pigeonholed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because he has range. Like he does. He's done other movies. Like I love his film Puncture, where he's an addict lawyer who's trying to actually do something right, and oh, it's wow. based on a true story. Ooh. And he's really good. He's a hot ass mess, coke, hookers, everything. Wow. But he is like a Aaron Brockovich, a really hot male Aaron Brockovich. Can we go see that movie? It sounds a lot more exciting. Oh, it's right. Hour. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. But yeah, it was nice to see him not be in like yeah, a tentpole movie. Steer the conversation a little bit. Let's talk about Daniel Craig giving us Peter Ustinov as Hercule Poirot. He was very Agatha Christie with Hercule Poirot, who is one of her sleuths. Yes. Yeah. The way he talked and the words that he used, like he was very dramatic. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Very much like he stepped out of a book. Yeah. Like he stepped out of one of Thromby's murder mysteries. And he was written that way. He yeah. did specifically say that he called Benoit Blanc the American Hercule Poirot. And- I wish he was more like Columbo. That's my <laughs> my mystery man. Oh, God, no. Please, no. <laughs> did you ever think for Columbo? <laughs> yes, I did. I used to watch Columbo all the time with my girl. Oh, she twirls her hair. Did you see that? <laughs> oh, my she God. Only- <laughs> I love Columbo. He's She's so cranky. Hot. She is hot Peter for Peter Falk. <laughs> yes. Oh. Put Peter Falk right next to Christopher Evans. Peter's See, that's what I'm calling it. him now. Peter's going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> With the trench coat on. is so bothered. I mean, <laughs> if he were alive, he would probably be in your demographic. But seeing as how he's dead. Still in her demographic. Still in her demographic. I've been hanging out with Frank, so... I was going to say, her thirst these days. So Daniel Craig also fashioned the speech style on Southern historian Shelby Foote. It's a very specific type of Southern accent. It's a very... Did you ever see but where in, is the midnight, it from? in the Garden of Midnight at Because that's what I was feeling like Savannah. Like, it was, yeah. Well, it, it was, was very, very old, it was very much. Southern. It was yeah. very much Kevin Spacey in that movie. Yes. With that, yeah. that really... Long, hard draw where every word just slides. Yeah, yeah, it's rich southern. Yes, oh, very it's much rich so. southern, and that's where because when you're rich, you can take as much time as you want to say anything. Well, I love that he talks about his investigating process is to just figure out based on all the clues where the solution is, and then gently stroll over to where it is, and it falls right at my feet. Lovely. These are the kinds of factors that made me enjoy it that much um, because they would give you the makings of a franchise where Mm -hmm. we start developing, hearing more. They've been talking about a sequel based around Benoit Blanc. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. I love how— The thrombies are done. He just sits in the— That was just one one case. During their initial interviews where he's sitting in the background and just a— Unnerve the shit out of him. He just hits that one key on the piano. Well, that Actually, was like, there's start a reason. That was no, but he was Kanye. he was every time yeah. he hit the note, it was to trigger the detective to yep. ask a question about when did they arrive at the party. Yep. Hit the nail right on the head. That's exactly every why he time he played okay. it. He goes right. 
So, so like, you so arrived at you around arrived the same at, time. Yeah, every time uh, he played the piano note, it was a signal for the, him to ask. So he was not trying to play Kanye Runaway. No, I thought he was just trying to unnerve them. Nope. That I'm was sure that, that was particular, part of that particular note. That was, was part of why they, them. That was part of probably the plan. I mean, going into their interviews that day, he's like, every time I touch the piano, you're going to ask this question. Yeah. Clearly, they had that communication beforehand because right. that's what happened every time. But I'm sure part of it was, I'm going to hit this note because it's going to confuse them a little bit. It's going to keep them a little bit off guard because they're not going to understand what's happening or who I am because we're not going to introduce me. Well, and the fact that, too, that they never, none of them ever noticed he was even there until he played that note. Right. Or acknowledged, at least. Yeah. None of them were like, who is he? Why are we having this conversation with him? You're famous. (laughs) I read a tweet (laughs) about a New Yorker article. She didn't read the New Yorker article. I read a tweet about about the New Yorker article. I will say the first, like, 30 to 40 minutes of the movie, I thought was the best part yeah, of the movie same. I agree. because introducing each one of the characters yeah. and you're getting Here like their idiosyncrasies and yeah. you're learning about the detectives and you're learning about yeah. and then you so throw did, a slit they were just there for the birthday nobody mm. lived there Mm-mm. okay because no. I couldn't tell I'm like all these damn rooms no they were just staying all there these, because they right. were all yeah. these damn leeches I think, the only one I, that, just, I think the only one that lived there was the maid the housekeeper the housekeeper Fran Franny yeah. 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 yeah I love her righteous gemstones but there was the other thing so and she had the weed too I wish Franny had more because she has like I like that actress a lot she's funny as fuck <laughs> she had like a lot of little things, but she was always in passing. Right. But it was those clues, though. And again, those details that made me enjoy the potentiality See, of the movie. Now I want to go back and go. watch it again and pick up on these little things. No, you don't. I feel like, <laughs> but see, I feel like a lot of those little details aren't exciting or interesting this. enough to be. You're not going to go, oh, like none of them are big, like light bulb details. They're just. I think a lot of that has to do with delivery, though. Yeah. yeah. Because when she's all, her sister is works at because she does men, her cousin as a receptionist, and, and she says that verbatim when you're hearing the story. And if you're any, you know, as a whodunit fan, you're always you're never just looking at the foreground. Well, I'm right. Right. You're she's, always yeah. looking at what's behind, and so you're listening to things that are seemingly in the background, quote unquote. Right. But we as fans of whodunits know that. It's what's going on behind what's happening or next to what's happening. So that's why I feel like it had the change over time. Uh, What? Yeah. The painting of Thromby change over time. Oh, I didn't notice that. What? 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 He had had like a frown starting with his face. And oh. then smiling at the end. Yeah. I didn't even catch that. I didn't that. even catch that. a very that. subtle very thing. Subtle. Oh, wow. And, that's why, and those are the things that's that talk yeah. They're so subtle. Some of it's obvious. Some are just like in your yeah. face. But um, that one was a cool thing that I didn't see before. It wasn't until I watched I didn't catch it the second time. That um, Ryan brings it up. Like, yeah, there's actually some Easter eggs in the movie. And that's, So when okay. I came back the mm. second time, I made sure to watch that. Because I thought it was changing, but I had also smoked when I watched it the first time. So I couldn't trust my eyes. We smoked at this one, too. No, but, but she I already knew in, that that was a no, thing. That's I went true, that's in true. like, okay, I now you I am going to watch this. Well, <laughs> I knew there was a reason why we would we kept, we kept seeing looking it. at it. I was it took wondering. me a while. It took me a while. And honestly, I didn't get it the first time. Every time they went to his portrait, I Did wasn't look looking at, at his face. I was looking at everything else to see what was in the picture. Like, he had the knife and he had, like, a book. And right. I kept looking to see, like, what is a, it, and is it supposed to be important? Which is why I didn't no, ca- see his face, because I was looking at all the rest of the detail, thinking something about it was supposed to be important. Right. Was and it just me, or was the knife in the portrait the one he used to slit his throat? Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yes. yes. It's yeah. just you. 
Thank you, Frank. If you're going to use a knife to slit your own throat, you know. Why not the knife? Use your favorite one that that you held in your portrait. And so that was the thing. It's like, so we get all these different things that would be reminiscent of whodunits, which were really cool and fun ideas. Um, And so that's why for me, it's like, okay, he understands that. He's good. So I'm hoping his next outing with Benoit Blanc will be much, much better. Were there any other specific things that you caught that were kind of light bulb moments? You're like, oh, well, that points to this. Or, oh, if I would... Now that I know what happened... The way his white shirt kind of gripped his chest. (laughs) (laughs) Or or the way that the cable nip was able to still accentuate the curvature of his chest and the absence of belly. I agree for sure. I didn't really get to stare at that the first time, but you know when he's rushing out of that office? Or even the nuance in his face as he acts with just like the curve of his lip. Oh, or you know that little eye flutter eyebrow, he gave the, yes, when he was like, flutter. "Tell me how my grandfather I died." You need a drink. You know, <laughs> I mean, the thirst. It was a little. It was a little. It was a little neck and shoulder thing. So yeah, tell the, me he about just my, the way he cocked his head. Yeah. And, oh my gosh! Yeah. I loved his laughing and stuff during the. The will reading? <laughs> yes. That was so gratifying, though. Where they just <laughs> the, came the, 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 the memorial. During the memorial. Yeah, work. this is the best thing for you. Yeah. And then when they lose and it then, all. And he's all, I think this is the best thing for you. Yeah. But so there were a lot of things like that and a lot of little Easter eggs. But that was the. But then on the flip side of that, they were all just kind of like little Easter eggs and little they points. They weren't like plot changing. Right. Yeah. Like so, if, oh, okay. if I would have seen that the first time, then I would have known what was going to no, happen. No, nothing like yeah. that. I, I, exactly. I pretended because I saw the, the I scene. The, <laughs> I was pretending the things were surprising me. Yeah, because well, Michael Shannon was talking <laughs> to Frank. the dad and then they were like talking about like, oh, you're, you're, you're done with me. You're not going to write the thing anymore. And then... The wife of Michael Shannon walks oh, by. Oh, like behind and She was looking at them as she was walking past. And I was like, oh, that would have been a cool scene if she was, you know, and we got to something. her hear but, what she heard. Yeah, yeah. But, but he I didn't take that route. I so she I was, was like, the eh. killer. She was the one that yeah, stole exactly. everything. Yeah, exactly. Somebody that wasn't would, around or you know, like. I was, because everything was so straightforward and mm-hmm. just there wasn't really any mystery to the no, murder mystery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was waiting very similar to Parasite where I'm just like where is it going to make that <laughs> yeah. turn where I'm going to be like holy shit like I was at one point I when thought basement well baby came is up. Marta <laughs> has Marta orchestrated this entire thing and we're going to find out at the end like the original that been like a Kaiser Soze thing or like the yeah. original that been amazing. I mean completely different but like the original Saw at the very end oh, yeah. when yeah, he gets yeah, up yeah. off the floor and you're like You've been looking oh, at him this entire time. Like, I don't feel I was like waiting I've for seen that anything moment. recently. I haven't seen anything that just surprised me like Saw did. Right. Jojo Rabbit. We saw that together. <laughs> that was so fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh my God. We <laughs> were trying to watch su- that. We, were, we went over to Joey's last night and I was trying to get them to watch Jojo Rabbit, but it wouldn't come up on, uh, on Cody. Oh, I am oh. so glad we didn't. But... Why? This he doesn't podcast like does not does like Jojo Jojo Rabbit. Taika. It ever. does not have... People in it that I enjoy watching on Nazis. He you does like Nazis. You <laughs> <laughs> like sound of music. Well, I just like upset I've, that Rebel Wilson's in I've it. Seen, he just I've seen the trailers for it and it just oh. didn't grab my interest. But I, she's in it so little. But I can't, I can't stand Rebel Wilson. So I just uh, do you I like Scarlet. So okay, so that's, that, that's me with that's like Gia Godard or whatever Rebo. her name is. <laughs> Gal Gadot. Yeah, that one. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's a Gia Godard. Joe Goodell. Gia Goddard is my Rebel Wilson. <laughs> Do we have any other exciting? <laughs> Do we have any other exciting? Um... 
Well, that's the thing. It's like it's full of little Easter eggs and little tidbits okay. and stuff like that, which is great, but a lot of it is very straightforward. Okay, like, I have a question. Do we think we'll ever see someone that writes as well as Agatha Christie or tells a story like Hitchcock? Is well, that like that caliber we, of storytelling? Uh, until they started fucking up all his movies, Dan Brown. Oh. I really got into his If you're talking about thing. like mystery writers, I'm sure there are, but we just I think we're not going to get those iconic names anymore. It's just not going to be part of anymore, really? You don't well, think? I don't think we're going to get a like someone's going to be like, "Oh, like the next Do you great know, mystery blah, writer. blah, blah, and it's going to be 50 years later, and it's like that we're talking about that writer like we talk about Agatha Christie now. Well, like, I don't think me. that's— It'll be me. I just don't yeah. think that that's mm-hmm. par- how like, our like entertainment from, is from consumed anymore. From filmmaking standpoint, yes, there are f- a few who their work will become legendary because of what it is. J.J. Abrams is an example because right. he has such an extensive resume. I want to work Things that he projects. does sort of become icon status. Cloverfield. Cloverfield has spawned how many sequels now? But I think also, too, in terms of, like, popularity of books, with the popularity of young adult stuff that adults have gotten into, I think it's just changed. That's why the genres have changed. One of my favorite authors, Jonathan Kellerman, he's a great mystery writer, but his work is also an easy read. Like, it's fast-paced. He keeps you guessing until the end. Mm -hmm. And he has a whole entire series with the two central characters. Why do you think that his work hasn't been adapted for film yet, film or TV? Probably like Thromby in the movie. Like he didn't want to oh, quote unquote, he didn't sell want out. Just doesn't want just doesn't want it to happen. Yeah. Okay. And then you have somebody like James Patterson who has had a couple of adaptations done that bombed. Um, right. Same with and, Dan Brown. And, and he, those were amazing. And he cut, he cut everything really else. Like and those client. were amazing. Did you ever read oh, any John of the Grisham? Dan Brown ones? John Grisham, no, yes. We don't see his, I don't know. What I don't even know if he Grisham. still writes anymore. But. John Grisham does. Oh. Yeah, do yeah, we see, see a lot of his books A adapted? number of his books. Had a, yeah, there was. Yeah, I feel like that was big He in had the like early five or 90s. six in the 90s. Yeah. When, but that's when also as a writer, his popularity was really huge. Yeah. I mean, I read a bunch of John Grisham novels when I was in high school. Um, Those were all the law-themed ones. Yeah, the yes. firm. All the, leaf, yeah. the firm and... The Pelican Breeze. And it was the yeah. one that did the like, Hunt for Red October and... Uh, all those movies. Oh, they were, that, they were all based on books, Tom too. Clancy. Oh, Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. it. Well, and then you've got like, all the Michael Crichton books that became... I mean, like, yeah. I think there they are... They still adapt his There stuff. are plenty of quality writers. There's not really any unique genre left to kind of be an icon for. Because mm-hmm. when we talk about murder mysteries, you really... I mean, like, Agatha Christie is, like, the icon of mm-hmm. that thing. Granted, murder mysteries now are, I mean, they've grown, they've evolved, they've changed, and they're more... The audience is savvier, so right. it's harder to... So you have to be a little more, you have to treat it differently than mm-hmm. Agatha Christie. But she's still like the like one of the biggest, she's, if not the biggest the, icon. She's the bar that right. is set yeah. in, that, For, in that genre. And I think all the genres and, have that already, so you're not going to get another... Like, it's always going to be, oh, is this the new Agatha Christie? We're not well, going mean, to have someone that's going to be like, oh, are you... Like, Stephen King was like a pioneer of... Horror fiction, yeah. but yeah. drama, but like there was so he had so much depth to his stuff. Cut to Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, Guillermo, yeah, yeah, Guillermo del Toro. I mean, like there's there are people who are, cre- are who are like becoming those icons, but I think there's not really room anywhere in the entertainment industry for 
like all the genres have those names attached. Yeah, Agatha Christie is one of the, but the only other one that I would say is just as comparable to Agatha Christie who was referenced a couple of times in this movie is Arthur Conan Doyle mm-hmm. who right. wrote yes. Sherlock, Sherlock and they referenced both Watson right. yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, when he says something is afoot, right. which is something yeah. Sherlock yeah. would always say. So that's the something thing. It's like is. I was saying there's so many foot. things in the film that can make up a good film, but right. a lot of them were just kind of like Easter eggs or throwaways. Yeah. He didn't capitalize like, a lot of Right, it, or yeah. like uh, uh, murdered that clip from Murder, She Wrote, dubbed in Spanish. Right. You know, that, that her was mother's hilarious. watching. Yeah, it was, there were a lot of wonderful, hilariously moments that yeah. are factors in like really good, you know, murder mysteries, but I, they, I don't, they didn't take advantage of it the way I they should have. Uh, now that you're, you're, the way that you're saying it, I, I completely agree with, there's a lot of little moments, yeah. but none of them paid off to anything. Yeah. Not at none all. of them had any kind of, Influence towards the end when you're like, oh, but when we saw Murder She Wrote, it was oh because of, that like, was the part that tipped. That I mean, was granted, the, 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 right after that, and that was the other thing about it. We we're listening to Angela Lansbury, but what they focus on is the single drop of blood that was on her shoes. I almost feel like they didn't need that clip, and they could have revealed it to us at the end when Ben. It would have been a stronger her. moment if we didn't know. If we there. didn't know that that drop of blood on her shoes existed, yeah. exactly. Or so if we didn't know that what was on her shoe was a drop of blood. Like there's putting a Some question sort of somewhere. But we yeah. get there and we're like, oh, there's a drop of blood on your shoe mm-hmm. because she just watched him slit his throat. Yeah. And we like so we already know the answers. Like, and that's why everything yeah. was very linear. I also lazy. think the child was wasted. They didn't do Ooh, much. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah. the masturbating didn't. Nazi. Okay, so here's I mean, the thing. There's, there's some just, funny. What was he? He was oh just God, emotionally master emotionally masturbating in the bathroom over a picture yeah. of a dead here's deer. Here's the thing about that character. He wrote that character um, <laughs> inspired and influenced by the quote. Trolls and man babies that voiced their oh, criticisms online over Star Wars episode. Oh eight. my god! So that was supposed to be his personification of, of those people of who complained haters. about. Yeah. Wow, he was giving me more like young Republican who would be a senator, sure, yeah. aka yeah. Damien oh, in the he, future. He and the, was Damien Republican? His mom. How could he? Well, be? I guess he should be. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> he was. All that he was definitely. I just thought he was so good you though. Don't have like, fun. He was definitely like the alt-right troll, and his mom was such a caricature of a white Republican wealthy voter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, from Orange County. Sure. Yeah. yeah, which it would have been great if My- she was the killer. Can't lose your right. money. Yeah. But I think the family was, I mean, Don Johnson was like that too. Don Johnson was was yeah. his uncle, and he was he, also— He was the liberal racist. The only other thing that I wrote— in my phone because I was going to take notes, but then there wasn't anything to take notes about. Um, but my, I think my my literal favorite line of the whole movie was when I guess it was right after they found out that Marta that he had left everything to Marta, oh, and she yeah. was like running. Out, they were all like screaming and yelling at her, and she was running out of the room. Anchor and Jaden called her a dirty anchor baby. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. The I dirty anchor baby died. I died, and I typed it into my phone because I was like, oh my god, I have to remember to bring. I'm gonna call that up. What was that line about him in the bathroom though? <laughs> What he was masturbating to a lifeless photo of a deer or something. Yeah, photo of a dead of of <laughs> a dead deer of a dead deer or something. Which I think every a- everything surrounding his of uh, references to his character I thought was really funny because they yeah. they're all like and it was him digging that little at shit is those haters and it was him digging at those haters. Yeah, well, that was like Don Tons Jr. The that digs. Same thing. Yeah, teenagers, their phones. Jesus. Any other fun facts? There are, there are quite a few fun facts, actually. It's, it's just over. The, Hit the, me with your fun facts. Not all of them are interesting. 
When I was scrolling through IMDb, I didn't read a lot of the trivia and facts and stuff, but I did notice it was pretty short compared to a lot of movies. It was short, and even then there were a few repetitive ones. Yeah. And then a couple of them were like, okay, that was a stretch. Like, you know, the way they made connections, because there's a lot of interconnections, and it's like... Okay, that one was of the yeah, I don't remember what it was, but one of the ones I read, it was just like, oh, this is the first film that this person and this person have been in since, since this, this movie in like yeah. 2012. I'm like, why do we care? Yeah. Well, if the Iceman, you should care. Oh, okay. Chris Evans and Michael Shannon. Along one of those veins, this one was interesting. This is Frank Oz's first movie appearance in over 20 years in person and not as a voiceover. And he was the attorney, right? He yes. was the attorney, yeah. yeah. I like that old man, too. Oh, we didn't, we didn't hot or not, puppets. Frank Oz. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just going to speak for us all when I say hot. Okay. Okay. Let's just go with it. We're Thanks. all on board, 100%. Yeah. 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 Want um, some jello? Wow. Both this title, Knives Out, and the working title, which was Morning Bell, in. are tracks from Radiohead album Amnesiac. That was one of the few ones that when I was looking through it, I actually read. I thought it was a cute little one. Yeah. Um, that final scene where Marta is looking down on the family from the balcony. And her right. coffee. That was the reverse. And she had that of My she, House, My Rules. Yeah. Right. Coffee yes, mode. Yeah, I did that like was that. awesome. Yeah, and because at the beginning of the film, she's shown as she comes out on the drive when she's looking up and it's not her home. Well, now it's right. her home. And mm-hmm. so it's the world. But that was the thing. There was nothing really deep and nothing really groundbreaking about what they did. About the movie in general. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought it was like, why are you going to throw the wooden thing that broke off the trellis when the dog just brought it to you? It's going to it's gonna bring it back right. because it thinks that you want to play. Think, like Moments like that, that was humorous because she's like, threw the thing. Like, of course the dog's going to bring it back. Right, we But then when the dog brought it back, it took like a full 30 seconds before he actually realized that the dog that had dropped right something in front of him. Like the dog mm-hmm. ran up and you heard, they put the sound effect into the dog dropped the thing in front right. of him and he's still blah, 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 blah. Do, I'm like, and instead throws the baseball. Yeah. And I thought there was going to be something more, more important to the, the baseball, baseball too. too. Yeah, because like, she even looks at it. it yeah, that's what Babe I was like, like. What's going to happen with the baseball? It was a signed baseball from the office and it got right. thrown out the window in the yard. By Don Johnson in the weakest throw I'd ever seen. Well, by and the that's way. what I was like, is that because it's a murder mystery style, like a whodunit, you're wondering if everything means something. Right. And in this movie, nothing meant anything. Because he picks up the baseball, looks right. at it, and then And then he has like the it. weakest throw out the window, but then <laughs> you watch them walk by it, and you're like, oh my God, someone's going to step on it. And Benoit but picks it up. He picks it up. And then nothing puts it in happens his pocket, with it. And then we see... Her look at it later. She's like looking at the like. What was did the it have of the any like? Are we, all, like, why did he have? Is he going to release like a like the Steelbook HD 4K thing, and it's going to have like all these like features, three scenes. hours of deleted scenes that actually give you the mystery part of the murder mystery? That he was like, I just took it all out. I thought it'd be confusing. <laughs> I don't know. I it's just going to be so. like I actually hope hours so. of like deleted two, two, two scenes. Oh, well, maybe Frank is going to get you know a no. lovely special edition. No. You're going to get no. that special edition. <laughs> Fingers crossed. The director's you're gonna, cut is gonna. actually interesting. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. Yeah, um, I'm, I will put this on my wish list because I do enjoy it and would want to add it yeah. to my collection. Should we do? Um, yeah. Should we ratings? do ratings? Oh shit! All right, who wants to go first? Oh. I'm going last because y'all. I'll go hateful. first. Two 
Oof. Wow, that's the lowest rating we've had so 2. far. 2.0. Wow. You know what? It was nice to look at, but otherwise, no. All right. um, yeah. The soundtrack, I didn't feel that was that great. I mean, yeah, they, they have it on a special edition record, la, la, la. But at the same time, you know, the, the music was okay, but it wasn't something that compelling that I want to listen to it, as it well as the movie. It like, Trent Reznor and again, no, it was exactly. like Again, she like knows. the first 30 minutes of the of the film, I thought the yeah, music was like really, like there was like all like the pizzicato first strings and stuff. Yeah. And like, there I was all this like thing. I would just like to point man. out that Frank and Ryan are really having a moment well, on this episode. Like, like they, so they are vibing. What's up, my bonding. What's up? Yes, there used you, to be, you, you know, a lot of disagreement, but right now, they're bonding. They're bonding. Totally We're having a moment. I mean, I'm beefy they're with They're vibing. Trump. They're I vibing. Like, I feel like the three of us need to leave the room. I'm feeling cinnamony. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. So Tune in next week when we she review Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Shaun of the Dead too. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. I'm gonna give it a three. I didn't Wussy. dislike it to the point of a two, but I just fight, thought it was fight, just fight. very average. Mm. I really thought that even if the plot was like okay, that the performances would just elevate it so much more. Right. But they didn't give them an opportunity to no, elevate they it. Didn't. Mm-hmm. Like I thought the poster was beautiful. Like yeah. look at the poster, yeah. like, the whole cast. Wow, let me pick who's gonna do it. Who's you know who do right. I think? You know like, who do I like, think is gonna? I have two posters. <laughs> I have a little mini poster. Oh yeah, you were there. Yeah, we have mini posters. Yeah, we. Have. Um, I, I I actually am giving it the same rating, and the only thing that brings it up as a film, it's a two point five for me in general. But because- I thought you were at the beginning of this conversation. <laughs> you were like, I really like it. Don't get me wrong. I thought it was really great. But no, but that's the thing. I'll give it a three. Okay. Uh, because of all those extras, those little oh, okay. things, and even and because they didn't serve to give you that extra that we really would have right. wanted. That's why it's not higher than a three. Oh, okay. But I still enjoyed them enough where I don't think it's a Two. Rob? Three and a half. Oh, okay. I I liked it. I liked it a lot. But it had the potential to be so much more. Absolutely. And it it gets the extra half point for Jamie Lee. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that was my struggle right there. That's why she got two. That's why he gave it a two instead of a one point five. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> he gave the extra <laughs> one. Curtis. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, I am going with my friend today, Rob. I give it a three and a half. Okay. Because I feel like they did give too much too soon. They could just draw it out. Oh, you mean show Chris more? No. Because you only saw him. No, if I want to see him more, I could just watch that movie on Netflix. Where he's like, no, the Red Sea (laughs) Diving Resort. I swear to God, that's like the 17th time Iceman's come up in this podcast. (laughs) No, Red Sea Diving Resort. Are you sad that he didn't have a gratuitous nude scene? No, Christopher doesn't really do that anymore. Anymore. Like Zoolander. Were you waiting for him to come out with the whipped cream on his nipples and on his crotch? No, I was hoping he would be like wearing his favorite Christmas thong. Yeah, he purposely doesn't do that anymore. That's he doesn't a conscious do that decision. anymore. Oh. Yeah. Magnum. All right. But no, I give it a 3.5. There are aspects of the film that could definitely be better, but mm-hmm. it had a great cast. It was a fun movie to watch. Mm-hmm. And those sweaters, those would, white shirts, you know. I want to see more Benoit Blanc. I want to see oh. more. Yeah. Then yeah. you can see more Benoit when he's Bonds, okay? So what are we, uh, do we, have we chosen our next movie yet? We're off next weekend, so we're talking about Star Wars. 
Yes, I think we were mentioning Star so Wars. So in two weeks we return <sighs> to talk about Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. I am the final episode of the Skywalker. Are you trying saga. to make me cry? The final turd. It's the. Oof. I mean. <laughs> wow. Really free. You're about to become a widow. Wow. Tiff, <laughs> hold my wow. earrings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're popping off these Lee Press on nails, right? Yeah. Wow, Frank is living dangerously. He doesn't want to return in two weeks. So right. Star Wars. So yeah, it's going to be Star Wars: uh, the Rise of the Rise of Skywalker. 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 Yeah. Carrie Rise. Fisher's last film. Yeah. Rob's going to cry the whole time. It'll, we're going to do episode eight to review episode nine. Yeah, so... Oh, my God, and I'll listen. only have one job by that time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just a podcast? I hope this isn't your so, job. So um, leave us a comment. Good. Send like, us an email. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell your friends. Yeah. yeah um, Come on and share it. This is how we feed our children. Let us know what you think on our Facebook and our Instas and our all our socials. We're on Twitter. MySpace. <laughs> We're on yeah. Friendster. Friendster. High five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Live journal. I have been transcribing all of the podcasts into a live journal. Live yeah. journal. Just to use my typewriter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, if I you're feeling, quit. <laughs> if you're feeling fancy, request a carrier pigeon for the next episode. <laughs> You'll have a live episode oh delivered to you via carrier pigeon. If you donate to our Patreon. (laughs) That does not exist. (laughs) Okay, thank you You for listening. You can can subscribe to our OnlyFans. We love you. (laughs) Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Now we're going to start OnlyFans. Now we're going to make some money. Podcasts would go up if we (laughs) OnlyFans. OnlyFans. I mean, I can set one up. (laughs) Well, thank you for listening. We We appreciate you all. all. Thank you. Like, subscribe Thank and share. Yes, please. Lois Lane. Lois Lane. <laughs> <laughs> CW Mash Show. Cue the music. Cue the music.